I'm your host, Bonnie Wiscom, and this is Burning Brightly, a podcast for moms of faith who are feeling called to share their light with the world, but wonder if they're prepared for the task. As a life coach, entrepreneur, and mom to a large family, I'm honored to be your guide as you face this exciting new phase and begin making your mark. This is where we help each other find the courage to shine. Welcome back, my friends. Excited to be here with episode 12 of Burning Brightly. And today we're going to be talking about all of the superpowers that you already possess as a mother and how they can help you build or grow your business. Okay, so let's start off by talking about the corporate world for a second. It is generally not very fond or forgiving of motherhood, from what I understand. I haven't ever been a a true corporate girl, but from experiences that I have heard from other friends, if you take time off of work to have a baby or raise your kids or do anything that puts motherhood ahead of your career, your career usually suffers. And then re-entering the workforce, if you choose to do that after raising your children, especially if it's been a decade or two of full-time motherhood, can be a brutal experience from what I understand. And to me, this is such an absolute tragedy. The corporate world would be so much better off if it was full of mothers. Can we agree on that? Let's just agree on that for a second, okay? Sure, of course, a stay-at-home mom is not going to be fully up to date on the latest marketing strategies or sales techniques. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. But the skills that we develop as mothers raising children are absolutely incredible. Not only would every corporation be lucky to have an experienced mom running things, but your dream business would also be equally as blessed. See where I'm going with this? We have so much to offer our future businesses or our current businesses just because we are a mom. So the next time you think, well, I can't do this, I'm just a mom, I want you to stop and start thinking about all of the things and skills and traits and aptitudes you have developed as a mom. So each of us develops dozens of these throughout our years of being a mom. And these can serve us in a myriad of ways professionally. They really can. So today we're touching on some of my favorite mom superpowers, as I like to call them, and how they will be a boon to you as an entrepreneur, or they already are if you already own your business. So think of this as your resume for you as a CEO of your business, okay? This is what we're developing today. All right, number one, the first and foremost trait I think is the most beneficial that we get as moms and can be useful in our business is project management. If you give, I I wanna see this played out somewhere. Can we please do a case study on this? I wanna give a 20-something fresh college grad and an experienced mom, both the same complicated multi-step project. And I wanna see who's gonna come out on top. Who is gonna dominate that project? That's not to say anything bad about the fresh college grad, but the experience trumps all. I will tell you who will dominate that project. It will be the woman who has had to call three doctors and two pharmacies and her insurance company four different times before getting the appropriate treatment for her chronically ill child. That's who is going to win that project case study, okay? Or the mom who had to organize a birthday party for 17 eight-year-olds, complete with a themed cake and invitations and goodie bags and activities to keep everyone occupied and to break up a couple of fights in the meantime. Or it will be the woman who coordinated a full-blown kitchen remodel and had to communicate effectively with four different contractors, budget the project appropriately, and it was the cost of a new car, 
and feed her children for six weeks using nothing but a hot plate in the bathroom. So our experience as mothers makes us more than qualified to handle very complex multi-step projects that require a lot of moving parts. We're just good at that. We're divinely designed to be multitaskers. Why? Because we have to keep the two-year-old out of the toilet at the same time as making dinner and keeping the six-year-old from fighting with the eight-year-old. That's just what we do. We are divinely designed that way and we are exceptionally good at it. So your experience as a mom and a household manager has given you countless opportunities to break down, divvy up, and execute complicated and important projects and tasks that many average citizens would balk at. <laughs> they would say, there's no way I can do that. That looks way too hard. Yeah, we know. We eat hard for breakfast, okay? That's what we moms do. And every single day, especially if you're a mom of more than a couple of kids, is a large project management scenario, right? It is managing all the things and the carpools and the appointments and the phone calls and the bills to pay. We're just good at that. So please do not ever sell yourself short on managing work projects if you are an experienced mom. Number two, communication and human resources. You're probably thinking about the potential of hiring and managing a team as something about as enjoyable as a root canal. You're probably terrified of it. It seems really, really scary. However, I will say, have you ever tried to get twin teenage girls to clean up their room together? It can't be much worse than that. Am I right? <laughs> you guys, we have so much experience managing people and not managing grown adults that know how to think for themselves, managing small little people that don't have executive function skills. We have so much skill when it comes to helping people be motivated and inspired to do something that helps the family at large. Managing a team is not much different. So families actually offer an unmatched level of relationship experience and interpersonal skills. So I personally have learned how to make requests of my children and other family members, how to require follow through, checking back in with me, how to apologize, how to forgive, how to lay down the law and create consequences that I will follow through with if that thing doesn't get done, and so much more. Now, I'm not saying that when you hire a couple of employees, you treat them like your seven-year-old. Obviously, we treat each other like adults with respect. But if you can do it with a child, you can do it with an adult who is a lot more mature and more capable and more experienced. We have those skills as mothers. So again, if you are feeling like the idea of building a team, even just hiring an assistant is scary, especially if you're a woman who identifies as a people pleaser, that can be difficult because you don't want to tell people when they're doing something wrong. You, you hate the idea of possibly having to lay someone off. But I just want to tell you that you already have everything you need to be a grade A boss because you already are. You are already managing a team of tiny little minions who don't know how to live life, who don't know how to care for themselves, who don't know how to treat each other with kindness. And you are already doing that exceptionally well. So translating those skills into managing a team of adults, even just one or two people to help you out, is going to be cake. The third superpower is the ability to feel and experience negative emotion. So in a couple of past episodes, I've talked about this negative emotion. It is the only thing standing between us and our dreams. I promise you it's the only thing. It's the fear. It's the frustration. It's the stress. It's the overwhelm. The fear again, right? The embarrassment, the shame. Those emotions are what keep us stuck and keep us from moving forward on our dreams. But being a mom is also full of negative emotion, really hard stuff. I would say way harder than building a business. Things like heartache and disappointment and frustration and irritation, 
and so much more. We have so much experience feeling and processing negative emotion because of these family relationships that are so tricky. Guess what building a business is like? It's very similar. If we are really, truly only afraid of the scary emotions that happen when we do things, then the rest of this is going to be easy. So easy because it's just full of more of that negative emotion. Now, I'm not saying you have to love it. I'm not saying you have to go build your business and just think, oh, I can't wait to feel disappointment or frustration because there is so much good as well. Like, would you tell a new mom, oh, get ready for disappointment and frustration. Your path's going to be full of that. Well, I hope not. I hope you would say, oh, motherhood is such a wild ride. I love it. It's amazing. Businesses are the same way. They are full of disappointment and frustration and the negative emotion, but so full of joy and freedom and amazing positive emotions as well. So take that ability to feel negative emotion, to process it and to be okay and translate that right into your business. And you're going to be light years ahead of those who do not know how to feel failure and disappointment and get back up on their feet. I mean, after all, we've made human beings with our bodies and pushed them out. I think we can build a business, right? Piece of cake. <laughs> here is a side, quick side note. The main difference here between motherhood, the negative emotion in motherhood, and the negative emotion in building a business is that you can control a lot more in your business, unlike controlling your children that don't like to be controlled, and you might feel tempted to quit. Most of us never actually seriously entertain the idea of quitting motherhood. We're in it for the long haul. So there's your your pro tip. Go into business like you went into motherhood. There is no quitting. There is no giving up. If you commit up front to your business the way you commit up front to motherhood, then when that discomfort comes up, it will not shake you. You'll go, yep, this is the part I expected. You know, when your kid throws a shoe at you and says they hate you, do you immediately think I'm leaving, never coming back? This kid is a jerk. I didn't sign up for this. Maybe for a second, but hopefully we never really seriously consider that. The same has to go for your business. You have to go, oh, that didn't go as expected. That was a little bit of a failure. Shoot, what are we going to try next? It's not a matter of it's time to quit. It's a matter of let's pivot and try something else. Number four, selflessness. Being a mother, I do not have to tell you, requires massive amounts of patience and self-denial. Putting ourselves last is just kind of par for the course for moms, which I think is such a beautiful thing that we are naturally drawn to doing something that makes us last. I mean, can you think of anything else more Christ-like and beautiful and wonderful than that self-denial of a mother? We put our bodies and our minds through the ringer for our children and we sacrifice so much, which means that we already know how to put others ahead of ourselves. Being a great leader, entrepreneur, and a boss requires the same thing to a certain extent. No, you shouldn't let your employees interrupt you while you're on your bathroom break or come knock on the door when you're in the shower. That would be weird. But being able to lead with selflessness and empathy and compassion is something that I would argue most Fortune 500 CEOs do not know how to do. But mothers know how to do it. Mothers know how to be selfless. They know how to put others first. They know how to put customers and clients' needs ahead of their bottom line because they are natural leaders who love people. Okay, think about that for a minute. Remember, you already have everything you need to become an incredible entrepreneur. I think one of the biggest mistakes that too many moms make when going into business is thinking of all the things that they lack. Well, I don't have a business degree. Well, I don't have this education. Well, I don't have this certification. You have everything you need to become an incredible entrepreneur and to grow your business to impossible heights. I promise you. I know because I've seen it done and I've done it myself. You have everything 
you need. But you are going to have to dig deep to find some of that. Why? Because we don't walk around talking about how wonderful we are. Unfortunately, I think we should. I think we should walk around talking about all our amazing skills and talents way more often than you do. So your challenge this week is to sit down with a journal and write out that resume for yourself. You're going to be a CEO of this incredible company. Write out what you have to offer that position. Write it out as if you were going to hire yourself. And don't take any of your skills for granted. When your kid throws up on the carpet and you think nothing of going and cleaning it up and you know staying up all night with a sick baby, don't take that for granted. What did that require? That required self-denial. It required self-sacrifice. It required love. It required hard work and some elbow grease. Everything you do as a mother sets you up for success in a business. Ask yourself, what skills and talents do I already have that will serve me as a business owner? And what else can I do to develop them further? And remember, nothing is out of reach for you. If you do find some holes in your knowledge and your skills as building a business, which you will, we all do, you can learn and develop anything you need to know. There's Google and a bazillion experts out there that want to give you their knowledge. And you can even outsource the ones that you hate to do or you really, really think is a weakness for you. There is nothing that is out of reach for you, especially as an amazing mom with all these superpowers. Okay, friends, we'll talk next week. Bye-bye. Are you looking for even more wisdom and encouragement to burn brightly? Click the link in the show notes to download the free starter guide to building a business of your own or to schedule a free coaching call with me. And if you loved this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend who might be feeling the call to burn a little brighter. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week.